0: A good Friday to you. This is Ozarks at Large. And to help us celebrate Friday, we call in Michael Tilley with Talk Business and Politics. He's in his Fort Smith office. Michael, you know how I feel about winter. Why don't you tell me something that will make me feel a little bit warmer?
1: Um, we're still, we still can watch football for a few more weeks. There you go. I don't know. Uh,
0: I'll take that. I'll take that. And we're not that far away from college baseball.
1: Right but i'm just i'm hunkered down here in the house I, i'm uh just waiting to see who the person is that wins the uh last person to get covid in arkansas lottery oh, boy so, i think oh. it's between me and like 28 other people at this point so
0: <laughs> i was out of the running early so yeah. <laughs> I, I was, now, that now that I've said that, now that
1: I've joked about it, I'm sure COVID's going to be knocking on my door tomorrow. I'm like, you
0: know, it's everywhere. hey, funny boy, here we are, <laughs> here I am. It is everywhere. Uh, let's let's review some of the things that happened in this past Newsweek. Let's start with uh, an investment that is being made by ArcBest into something called Phantom Auto.
1: Yes, this is, um, this is interesting, and... You know, I have seen – we've seen a lot of high-profile, high-tech companies around the country, including Walmart and J.B. Hunt right there in northwest Arkansas. Invest in some of these very advanced technology companies um, out of uh, out of California, out of the Silicon Valley area. You know, Walmart obviously is interested in final mile delivery services, as is J.B. Hunt. And so here comes ArcVest, this Fort Smith-based company, which is really – turned it on in the last four or five years it's been interesting to watch them grow into uh, grow into different avenues other than just you know trucking so they've invested in phantom auto it's a 25 million dollar investment it gives them a seat on the board mike new city their uh, chief the best chief innovation officer will be um uh on, on the phantom auto board of directors in Phantom, what Phantom has done and where they've gained some attention nationwide um, is in a unique um, software that uh, that allows for automated driving. For example, uh, one of the things I found interesting, there's a Forbes story on this company where they apparently have one of the best software platforms uh, for forklifts, robots, and other type of operations inside a warehouse. So if you want to... Um, either reduce the labor cost or you want to increase efficiency, however you want to look at it, um, this company is at the forefront of doing that. And so if you're a company like Artbest with um, a growing logistics brand, a growing logistics service, um, you know, they just bought uh, Molo, a company out of Chicago, $250 million deal for the logistics um, shipping services. So you start combining all that, then with the software to make that more efficient. Um, I mean that that could be big things. And mm. so, uh, ArcBest, which was you know ten years ago, was primarily a less than truckload carrier. Uh, will at some point we're going to consider it almost like Walmart. We consider Walmart. It's now do you define them as a retailer or a technology company? Mm. That will be the same, I think, for ARCVEST at some point. Are they just are they a trucking company or a technology company? And I don't think there's. I think the answer to that is yes. You know they are. Um, And ARCVEST announced one thing I thought was interesting. They have not. If they had, I've missed it before. But they said they invest approximately four percent of their annual revenue uh, in um, the technology and innovation. Now, keep in mind the revenue for the first nine months of this year. Or first nine months of 2021, we'll get the full year here in early fe- February. But their revenue in the first nine months was two point almost two point eight billion. So four four percent mm. that's not a you may think four <laughs> percent is a small number, but the amount is not out of two point roughly two point eight billion. Um, and now twenty five million it, it, again on an, another point of perspective. They seem like a lot to you and I, especially the journalists like us who don't – who will never see $2.25 uh, million unless no. it is in print. But um, they had cash and cash equivalents at the end of the first nine months of about $408 million. So they are a company uh, – Judy McReynolds, the CEO, chairman and president there, um, she has the wherewithal to to make these kinds of <clears> – <throat> strategic investments. So uh, at a time when cash is king in the corporate world, um, they're, they're ARCBEST is well-situated.
0: Well, I am by no means a Luddite. And if you're someone like ARCBEST, you, you've got to stay up because other people are doing this. But when I hear about these forklifts that can be, you know, don't need a driver, I do also think about, well, there are some jobs that won't exist in the future.
1: Right. Well, that there won't. That's right. There will be some jobs that won't exist in the future, but there will be other jobs mm. that exist. Somebody has to make those automated forklifts. That's Somebody true. has to develop the software. You know, there were at one point several hundred thousand jobs uh, in the sector that made horse and car- uh, the carriages for the horse-drawn carriages. Those jobs don't, don't no longer exist. No one is bemoaning that. True. Um, and I think I think that's this is just a natural progression of of progress. The transition often can be difficult. Uh, I don't want to sound um, I don't want to sound non-empathetic. There are folks that get caught up in the transition in a bad way. But I think uh, ideally, now granted, there's Kyle. There's a whole discussion about income equality and that kind of thing. We could go into, but. I don't think anyone would bemoan sure. their own progress in this sector.
0: Well, you mentioned uh, horse and carriage. There is a brand new pin that you can get through the Fort Smith Regional Art Museum that is uh, something you can put on your lapel, and it is uh, a pin replica of an image created by John Bell, Jr.
1: Well, speaking... Holy cow, you're <laughs> still the king of segues. Good Lord. <laughs> okay. okay. I didn't know where you were going with that
0: okay all right well john bell jr name is in all likelihood going to be attached to these new sports fields in fort smith
1: yes yeah we've talked about it before but the the deal is done as they say uh the fort smith board of directors has voted to name uh the park the city sports fields about a 51 acre sports field uh and it's it's just in the early stages very early stages of development uh but it'll be the john bell jr park and um I think it was pretty much unanimous um, to to do this. There was a um, a contest, not really, it wasn't a contest. They received public input, and I think um, the Parks and Recreation Commission unanimously approved this, and then the board unanimously approved But I think most folks know John Bell Jr., iconic artist, Fort Smith native, uh, painted a lot of imagery of the history of Fort Smith. In the history of Northwest Arkansas, I think there's a, there are a lot of prints out there uh, around Fayetteville, around Eureka Springs. He was commissioned to do a lot of art, uh, the Subiaco uh, Abbey. He was commissioned to do that, and um, a lot of work. His some, his work is even in the Country Music Hall of Fame. He painted the, an image of Roy Acuff on a fiddle that was presented to him when he was uh, uh, entered into the Country Music Hall of Fame. So. Uh, his artwork has been – he's had art presentations in Memphis and New Orleans and, and Washington, D.C., just a few that pop into my head from memory. So it was good to see uh, see Mr. Bell, who died in November of 2013. It was good to see this, um, this recognition uh, of him. And hopefully there will be some – a plaque or something there at the park that explains to folks – who, who he was and uh, why the park is named after him.
0: I, I'm sure there would be. And, and you should check out the, the pin that the Fort Smith Ram unveiled this week. It's a, it's a pretty cool image. Finally, uh, we're into a new year and talk business. And politics has this um, sort of tradition of looking forward to the new year in the first month. You're doing it again with 2022. Everything from politics to business to health care.
1: Yep. We call it our state of the state and we, we look forward, we kind of capture, you know, where we, where we are, where we came in the last year and, and where we're going. Um, but it's, uh, it's what we call our state of the state report. It's a special section on our website. Uh, we launched it, uh, Monday. Uh, the first story was from John Brummett. He's a columnist, of course, with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette, but he does some freelance work for us. Uh, it is a great piece. I think anyone who's, who's deeply uh, involved in the political scene in Arkansas to the political novice could, would read and get something in a, and enjoy the story. It's essentially, he takes a look at the politics of 2022, which really, and Democrats may not like this, but really the, the political battles, the key political battles in 2022 are among conservatives and what John Berman calls no prisoner conservatives. So, <laughs> Um, you know, it's, that's, that's where the key political battles will be, but we're taking a look at, uh, education, um, healthcare. We're going to have, um, uh, stories about technology, uh, banking, uh, trucking. Um, so the, it's, it's about a two week rollout of stories, but we'll have one almost every day. And I would, uh, if, if you want to, if, if maybe you've been, um, not able to keep up with what's going on in the world around you, where we're providing you a sequence of stories that can help get you back up to speed, so to speak.
0: Very good. And, um, I just got to ask, I know you're a big Dallas Cowboys fan. Um, Oh gosh. <laughs> looking forward to September. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was uncalled for. I'm yeah. sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it could be worse. I could be a Royals fan.
0: There you go. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> Michael Tilley is with Talk Business and Politics. You can read about what we talk about at talkbusiness.net. No, we don't rehearse our conversations. Michael, stay warm. Talk to you next week. All
1: right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hope so. Thanks.